everybody. This is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life, because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. It's true. It's a creative act, this living thing. You've got to be creative. Uh, Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, premier free writing magazine on the Internet, featuring articles on writing and the writing life as well as video and some audio interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genres. We switched websites recently, and we've been, we've been uh, archiving, putting all the old interviews in. First the interviews are going in, then the articles. So my son is actually putting them in one by one by one. There's a lot of them, hundreds of them. Go check them out, authormagazine.org. Articles will be next. Don't you worry. They're coming. Uh, well, we're also funded by the Pacific Northwest Writers Association, They've been supporting writers from pen to publication since 1955. You can learn about the PNWA at pnwa.org. They're having a great conference in the uh, fall. I'll be teaching. I'll be teaching one class in um, personal essay, but oh, there's going to be all kinds of great workshops. Uh, agents, editors, other writers. It's great. It's great. It's one of the best in the country. The PNWA's Pacific Northwest Writers Conference. Check it out, pnwa.org. Well, yes, life is a creative act, and today's guest would know as well as anybody, Barbara Botner. What an interesting person. Barbara is a New York Times bestselling author, screenwriter, TV writer, writing coach who began her multi-hyphenate career as an artist and actor. Yes, but now she's the author of over 40 books in all areas of children's literature, including... Young adult, middle grade, chapter, and I can read, as well as her award-winning picture books, several of which have been animated and translated into multiple languages, including French, Spanish, German, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, and Hebrew, among others. Oh, my goodness. Let's get this one on. Find out how she does all this. Barbara, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Oh, you've done a lot. You've done a lot of stuff. You started as a artist and actor. Now you're writing children's books. That's an unusual journey. Yeah, I always, I always, I needed to express myself, like right, right out of the gate. And That's it. My Had first, you. yeah, I, I the, my first enterprise was to be a little ballerina. Um, yeah. And an art, I was, I was an art girl, uh, so yeah. I went to school for painting. I, I lived in Paris for a year to be to be a painter, Ooh. which was Ooh. an unbelievable year, and I still have. Some smidgen French left in the Ooh. left in the oh, files. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, and when I first I, I decided, my father was um, he was with Revlon. He was you know in com- commercial commercial he was in commercials, and he wanted uh-huh. me to be in advertising. And you know I it was in the years when everyone was there was a big revolution out there, and I wasn't about yeah. to you know side with the with the man. <laughs> with the man, right, so, right. With the man, you know. So um, I decided that I didn't want to do commercial art, but I, I started looking at picture books and seeing, even back then, I mean, it's even more so now, but how amazing the art was and how personal it was. And I decided that's what I would do. So I tried to get a job illustrating kids' books. And I was a kind of a B-plus illustrator, like, Oh really? I, I wasn't gonna immediately. Yeah, I I was you know I was very young too. I was just starting out. Yeah. I hadn't taken any classes or anything like that. So, um, the editors I met back then 
with saying, you know, you should write your own book because if you write your own book, you'll get to illustrate yeah. your own book. But if you're sitting yeah. here in a pile with people that are also trying to get illustration jobs, you know, you, you're not the, in the top 1% here. So right, go ahead, right. write, your own, write your own book. So I took that to heart. And how old were you? How old were you when, when this person said this I to was, you? I was early 20s. I was very young. All right, just a yeah, pup. I was very young. I was a, yeah. I was a child. So I, I wrote a few <laughs> manuscripts. I had friends who were, you know, I was also a little bit in the theater, and I had friends who were like famous playwrights, and I asked everyone to write a story uh-huh. for me, and they all got turned down. So finally I sat down and wrote a couple, and the third one uh, I sold. And, um, wow. you know, so and- I, I got... I got my first. Uh, that's when when I got my start, and wow. I really and so, never considered myself much of a writer. Up to that point, see, I, you and I connected in part because you had seen an interview I did with Elizabeth Rose Stanton, uh, Elizabeth Stanton, yes. who, who uh, is a, who was really an artist first and a writer second. So this is similar to her in that she really didn't see herself as a writer at all. It wasn't part of the game, uh-huh. but then she discovered she loved it. And so my right. question for you is, right. uh, so you were very practical, like I just, so I need a story, I need something. This is, I, I know a couple right. other children's book authors who have the same challenge, who are artists first. And so then you, so you had to do it. So did you find like, did you start getting interested in it as you were doing it? Did you start saying, well, this is kind well, of cool. Another amazing, another amazing coincidence happened uh, right, right away, like in my, within the first book being published. For some reason, I was up at an ad agency talking to someone I didn't know, you know, a friend of a friend, and he said, uh-huh. you should go down to Otis Parsons and talk to my friend, the dean, because you should teach. Now, where he got this idea from, I have no, I, I really don't know. He <laughs> I'll was, bet he I know, like but a, go ahead. Well, I have a theory he, about that, he, but keep the, going. He, really? He plucked it out of the air. No, and no sooner do I go down to Otis Parsons and literally the the turn the turn the the, the doorway you know that's turning the turnstile doorway yeah. out as I'm walking in the previous teacher of children's books writing and illustrating is walking out so ah, I walk up to the dean like, and I quit. say you know what I think I should teach you know I, I mean again with no precursor whatsoever right. and he Having says well the guy who's teaching just left. Yeah, having written right. one book. Uh, with, <laughs> uh, yeah. And and um, he and I just hit it off. He hired me on the spot. And I started that. What happened to me is I looked out on the sea of expectant faces. It was evening school. Yeah. It was continuing it. And I had yeah. to learn for myself so I could teach them what what was a story. I mean, wow. I, you know, I really didn't know. So I, I really learned standing on my feet. And, you know, the pressure to deliver something useful you know, made me a good student, you know, of what it was. Wow. And uh, That is and, yeah, fascinating. So that's how I learned. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Barbara, that and is so unusual. Class, early in that class was uh, Laura Numeroff. She was my, one of my first successes. <laughs> really? Uh, Bruce Deegan, Bruce who did the Magic School Bus. Um, wow. Jackie Hahn, who hasn't done that many books but now teaches. I mean, it was just uh-huh. – um, and the other thing that was interesting is I was kind of the only game game in town. There really weren't a lot of. I mean, now children's books right. is such a big deal, yeah, big business. Yeah. But I was kind of the only game in town, so anybody who thought they wanted to do it came through the door. And I and I really I also I had come out of being extremely self centered. I was a would be actress, 
It was uh, me, 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 you know, as much yeah. as possible. <laughs> and and right. then I was in a position where I had to give a lot of stuff to a lot of people, and it was really good for my spirit and yeah. my soul to to get, you know, to grow up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I discovered I, came to I teaching... really did have... Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go well, I was no, going to say, I, I came to teaching I really later. Have a passion. Yeah, well, that's it's great. And I came to it later, and I love it. I love it. I teach a variety of things. And I love what you said about um, having to give because it's it's it does – it's like being a parent in a way in that you really – have to think of how can I help another person. And it becomes incredibly gratifying to use your own imagination right. in service to another person's ambitions. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's really, it's changed my psyche, I'm sure. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I shiver to think what I might have been if I hadn't been <laughs> <into> teaching. <laughs> well... Teachers can have egos, too. So apparently you got that the ego couldn't be involved in the teaching or it would just screw it all up. Yeah. It, 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 wore, it, it, it wore my ego down to, you know, something I could put in my pocket. It wasn't something right. you know, I didn't need a tractor <laughs> to carry it around. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, okay, so there, and, this, and that is also, so interesting. You, Go ahead. I just was going to say, as you know, because you're a teacher – you also start sharpening your own tools because oh, yeah. in order to be yeah, in order to be helpful and enter another person's world and help them develop the story and the structure and the language and the humor and all of that, you're you're always at your best. And so, you know, it's really taught me a lot about what a story is and and how to write. It's yeah. taught me a tremendous amount more than if I sat in a lot of classes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, teaching, it, it's fascinating. With stories, uh, what was it, Flannery O'Connor said, everyone knows what a story is until they try to tell one. And then... Oh, that's good. Not that's so, good. I've never heard that. Not so clear. Yeah. But it's really true. Yeah. Because I'm sure, did you, were you a reader as a young person? I was you an avid reader early on. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. I was an avid reader. Right. Oh, yeah. But I, 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 I'm not as avid a reader now, maybe because I'm involved writing novels, but... Um, yeah. I'm very, I'm a very impatient reader, actually. And I oh, did a book called yeah. Miss Brooks Loves Books, which which is was on the New York Times bestseller list about a very hard to please child who refuses to right. read um, until her teacher finds the exact place of her passion, and then she, of course, you know, she she turns over. And because I'm 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 like that. I'm 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 not. I don't just. I can't just read. I really have to be gripped. You got to love it. Hear great language and everything. You know, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Because that you know, because uh, I think uh, once you're an artist, once you're a writer yourself, I've become incredibly fussy, frankly. And uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's because I I know what I want, you know. And the more I do this, the more uh-huh. I know what I want. And I think, uh-huh. well, I think writing reading can teach you to write, and it teaches you by reading stuff you love. But I also think. Reading stuff you don't like teaches you too. You know, it teaches yes, you yes. why you like. Oh, that's not working, and then you think about why it's not working. I I find it as instructive, exactly. if a little yeah. frustrating. <laughs> you know. Yeah, as you can stick wow, with it. Okay. I mean, I can read a chapter and say no. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm the same yes, way. Absolutely. I'm the same way. Yes. So uh, you had a lot to learn, uh, obviously. Uh, because storytelling is, especially storytelling in the 
form of the picture book, which is like a poem story. I mean, it's so, my my wife writes, yes. has written children's books, and I started reading them when I had kids. Again, I hadn't read them since I was a kid, obviously, and. The writer in me started paying attention, like, oh, look at that. Oh, look how much they're doing. Look how much – you know, for instance, one of the things I find interesting about the children's book, the picture book specifically, is you – the, the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of dance between the words and the pictures. So you have to sure. take into account that there are going to be pictures there doing some, some lifting that the words aren't, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And coming – I used to illustrate, you know, I, I would, Originally, my first dozen or more books were illustrated by me. Um, right. So, yeah, so when I used to storyboard, and I was an animator, too. I worked for uh, Sesame Street and the electric company. Oh. So I'm used to storyboarding, you know, and um, thinking visually. Uh, but uh, now I usually work with illustrators. I just, <laughs> I had one book that I was really wanting to sell, and I kept I decided this one book, I hadn't illustrated for 10 years, but I decided this one book, I was right. going to illustrate it, damn it. So right. it kept getting rejected, and I kept doing art for it. You know, just uh, in my spare time, I would just do art for it. And eventually, someone bought it, and they told me that I could not do the art <laughs> ah. <laughs> after, ah. all these, after all these pictures. But, you know, it was a very good house. It was a very good, you know, there was a lot of reasons to do it, so I did right. it. Um, yeah, it, it, it you can it's it's a great it's a great strength it's a great muscle to have to know how to pace a book for example because if you're just writing you don't realize okay this could be a double page spread this could be the art right you know you, right. you just don't have the same tools as if you uh, on the other hand I will admit that sometimes when I'm writing I get very carried away in dialogue and I don't really yeah you know, I don't <laughs> think as visually first time out but I've worked with this wonderful illustrator, Michael Emberley, um, four books. And we, uh-huh. you know, a, a lot of times editors don't really want you to talk to the illustrator. Sometimes they do, sometimes oh. they don't. But Michael and right. I have a real great, we're a, a good team. And so we go back and forth. And um, That's nice. It's fun. And, and also because I brought in Peggy Rathman to the business and she won the call to cut, most editors uh-huh. will listen to me at least as far as <laughs> suggestions, oh, nice. you know, or, or, or art that I say, I just can't live with this. You know, I waited, right. for, uh, we did, my husband and I wrote a book called Wallace's Lists and we waited for something like two, three years to get an artist that we wanted. You know, we just, oh, they kept showing right. us wonderful people who, but we didn't, we didn't think they worked, you know, it's very and particular. we were right. The book has been in print forever and it's been animated and, you know, everything, but yeah, so it's good. It's good. It's, I would encourage people who are writers, you know, to to learn to get around the picture so that they it help, will help them envision what they're doing. You know, they should have. You know what it reminds me of? I've never written no. a children's book, but I've written screenwriting. I've done some screenwriting, and it kind of reminds me of screenwriting because screenwriting it's like a what you're writing is a kind of skeleton. I know you've done some screenwriting because yes, you have I to because yeah. the, the camera does so much work. I mean, the actors can do so much exactly. work. Exactly. And so you're having to exactly. leave out so much, that, and, and you've got to know what your job is as the screenwriter. And there's so many other people. Exactly. Who are, it's not like a novel where you're right. cinematographer, right. actor, exactly. everything. Yeah. Right. Right. True. And, Very true. And yeah. do you have a preference? 
In other words, I know you've written some young adult novels, and and you've got going to have one coming out in 2020 or 2019. Which is it going to be? I've, I we're still negotiating that. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm so it's coming it's out. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's coming out. Yeah. So that's it. But that's well, a novel. You know, I'm very obviously. Lucky. I'm very lucky because I found a form that I had never written in before, a, a free yeah. a free verse novel, uh, which is oh. considered a poetic form. Yeah. And this book just came. It just fell out of me in free verse. And, wow. And I was looking for edit, free, freelance editors to sort of help me out. You know, they all said no matter what else they had to say about what I was doing, they said yes, it's definitely. Don't put it into prose. You know, it's definitely free verse. So, I mean, that was a great adventure, and I it was it hit my passion spot like dead on. So, it was really fun. But I'm working on a new novel now that is back in prose, and um, you know, I'm just somebody who likes to get up in the morning. I I always think about my work as I used to play. I used to be athletic. I used to play softball. I think of it uh-huh. as getting up to the mound and you get you, the, the pitcher's throwing you a ball and are you going to hit it or not? I always think I want to get up to bat. You know, I want to hit that ball. get up to bat. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, that's right. kind of the excitement. And it doesn't matter that much to me. Although this free, this free verse book was very, very personal and I really had to get it out there. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm my my doors and windows are open. Things come to me all the time, and I you know I pursue them. <laughs> yeah, and so you when you get up to bat, you don't have to hit a home run. You don't have to hit a home run every time. No, you just want to be in the game. No. Oh, I don't expect get a that. good swing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think people that's good like my husband has trouble being creative because he he's a he's a he's an MD and he expects to do a perfect right. job. You know, right? And it's crippling. Right. You know, I, yeah. I don't. I never expect to do a perfect job. I just want to hear the slap of the bat and the ball. I'll be happy. Right. <laughs> you know, and it'll, it'll keep me going. You know, it just keeps me going. Uh, Barbara, that is such a healthy attitude. That is such a crazy yeah. healthy <laughs> approach to the arts. No wonder you're still going. No wonder you haven't. Yeah. You haven't. Yeah. You haven't yeah. drilled yourself into the ground in depression. Right. Right, as because we sometimes I mean, do. as you suggest, there have you know certainly, when I was working in Hollywood, I mean it's 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 brutal here, you know, and oh, it, you get yeah you get this guy to say yes and that director to say yes and that actor to say yes and then someone says no. I mean it's just it's just I, and that's I, a a great thing about writing is you know a book is you you don't ha- you you have to find someone to love it, but you don't have to find you know thirty million dollars. Fifteen people you know, love it. <laughs> And Doesn't that seem like a miracle exactly. that a book, a movie ever gets made? <laughs> when you think yeah. about all the really. hoops that have to be jumped through, oh my God! Exactly. Yeah. Well, we go to the writers' guild and we hear, you know, people talking about their movie. You know, they often come. The writers often come, and you know, you, you'll yeah. think, "Oh, that was a great movie," and now you're ready for dinner, and then you hear, you know, they've been at it for 15 years, and you know, it's right. it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange yeah. business. I do like books. It's a little simpler. Uh, to, there's fewer moving parts to get something published. Uh, I mean, it still yep. takes an agreement. Yep. You still have to get the sales team on board and the editor and so on. But it's not that's like right. it's not like movies. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, well, so what gets you up in the morning <laughs> is you just want to keep. You just want to be in the game. That's what. That's I, what wakes I wanna you up. I want to go there. I, otherwise, I, yeah, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Otherwise, I mean, I love my friends. I love my house. I love my dog. I love my husband. I love you know. Yeah. You know, I love swimming. I mean, there's a lot of things I love, but I know that I'm here to 
communi- I'm, I'm a communicator. I, I know that's why, yeah. that's who I am. And so, that you know, it's my job. You know, I have a job. Yeah. And when, yeah. when I just and, found these pages from a novel that I had started a really a long time ago, uh, I, I was thinking about doing something in this particular arena, and I was looking through my papers, and I found about 50 pages that I had saved. And I, and I read it, and I, I liked it, and I said to my husband, I have another job. I have a job. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got I have a new a project. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Whatever interests you. Yeah. Whatever. Do you have friends who do you have good <laughs> friends who are not in the arts besides your husband? But your husband he doesn't count. Mm-hmm. He doesn't quite count because he, he knows yeah, you he too well. Well, he is because he wrote four books with me. So and he oh, plays right. So he doesn't count. So he's he's an arty he's an arty guy. But um, most of my friends definitely are in the arts. Um, you know, yeah. there are people. I guess along the way, I met some people who were producers out here. People who were not themselves creating content but right, you know getting right. it through the system i have a couple of friends who are producers but most of my friends are artists Art. yeah most yeah. Of, e- either frustrated or successful <laughs> but in the lineage right. you know in the lineage for yep. sure yeah yeah well it's kind of important because they have to it's it's sometimes it's tricky i don't mean i don't want to be snobby about it but it can be tough talking to people about it who don't do it at all because it doesn't make sense sometimes yeah. it it seems crazy and you know one of the things i love is is for art for writers in particular for instance there is the aspect of the having your characters talk to you of being surprised by what happens of feeling like some right. things right. sort of come to you mystically and you don't writers don't want to sound like mystics but they end up sounding like them anyway when they talk about it. But another writer, it's not right. mysterious at all if you're a writer. But if you're not... Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, I, well, I have a frustration even with people in my family who, you know, they have... I, I mean, I, one of the great gifts of being a fellow creative person is going to a show, you know, a musical or, you know, a concert, whatever. You have such appreciation for what these people have, the discipline oh. and the dedication yeah. that they have like you understand what it took yeah. to play that sonata you know and other yeah. people just do not have it and there's there's no, no explaining it you know i i mean this and and so i feel like you're always on the inside if you're if you're a creative person because the whole process is not a mystery and and you have the sense of admiration i recently was in new york and i saw a couple of musicals and i was thinking the talent on that stage, let alone the music and the books, and you know yeah. the music and the book and the the directing, but the just the talent was so fun. I walked out like dizzy. I, I, right. I, I wasn't just clap 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 and you know what's for dinner, you know. And, and so, I feel that's a lasting benefit, even for trying to be in the arts and even not doing that well. You're gonna always yeah. really, really understand so much more than the average bear. So. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, you know, one a, thing I've noticed yeah. as I bop around the world is I do meet a lot of people who I feel are out of focus. I mean, it's not, they, they're not lesser people, but I can feel that they're not in focus. They feel like they're like searching for themselves in a way. And when you, sure. like, when you talk, describe like going to the art, like going to a, a Broadway play or why I love talking to writers like yourself, is it's great to be around people who, at least in the things they're doing, it's just in focus. There's a clarity and yes. a purposefulness yes. that is so, for me, invigorating. Because I don't want to just drift 
fuzzy through life. It's very unpleasant. And I've kind of been, I've, right. I've gotten fuzzy from time to time, and it's no fun. And I feel like some well, people live that way years. I like that term. Yeah. I like that term. Yeah, I was fuzzy for years. But I recently said, to, I had to teach a master class in my home, and um, I hadn't seen them for a bit, and they came in with their with their books and manuscripts and yeah. I just, you know they're all so different they're they're and they're all channeling diff, very different things and for all ages right. of kids and all of that and I just looked around and I said you are so clear like you're each your channels are so clear like whatever they are doing and you see yeah. the difference you know of 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 focus and of attention totally different but clarity like such clarity it's very like i agree with you it's very thrilling it's it's yeah. very thrilling and to be able to be to help somebody like that is just it's just a gas it is a gas it is a gas and so you're still teaching you're still doing the teaching you know, out there I am. in I'm in california yeah. yeah 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 still love it yeah and i i and i'm still in a peer group myself for my own work you know, because I need feedback. Like a, like a writer's group? Yeah. yeah. Really? I'm in a writer's group. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh, I so mean, you like that? You know, I could be brilliant for you, but, you know, for me, I'm a little stupid. You know, I got to get, uh, some, you still... I gotta get another, some other eyes on it, for sure. Yeah. Do you ever go through yeah. um, the thing? Uh, so I interviewed a woman. I just talked to Lori Frankel, who's a novelist here in Seattle, and she said something echoed something exactly what the novelist Alice Hoffman had said to me when I interviewed her, which is they sit down to write a book, and Alice has written 30 books now probably, uh, but Laurie's done three, but it doesn't matter. They sit down, they start a book, and they feel like, I, I don't know how to do this. Like, this is a new book. Like, how do you write a novel again? I can't remember. So yeah. you've published yeah. 40 yeah. books, but when you kept that blank page, is there still a kind of, how do I do this again? How do you write a book? Do you feel like you have to remember well, each time, you know, or does it – is it no, I mean, I, first of all, I've only been involved with the, these novels, you know, recently for the last few years, really. But, um, you, you know, one of the, I, I'm a little bit, I feel a little firmer now, on firmer ground. Yeah. But I, I discovered an artist who does picture books. She's from uh, Great Britain. And, you know, I know a lot, because I was a screenwriter, I wrote for TV. I know a lot about structure. You know, I know how to move a plot you know i know certain structural things right um so right. i, I right. found this writer who's writing writing and illustrating picture books and she is so wacky and so like her logic is way out there you know it's uh, just how did uh-huh. you get to the desert from the from the sea you know how did you get there right. and it, it's very much that she works with her unconscious in a way that uh, i i i'm a big believer in the unconscious and you know, really uh, yeah, yeah. being on very good terms with your unconscious uh, if you want to be a writer. Yeah. So she, I, I, I wrote her a fan letter. I mean, she's like 12 years old. I wrote her, you know, I could be her grandmother, oh. but I wrote her this fan letter because she taught me that it isn't just always knowing. It's also really being receptive to what might hit you or what what might not even work, but seems like you want to go there. And so recently, it all came home to me because recently I had I, my picture book ideas. I mean, now sometimes I can write a picture book in a day. I mean, you know, I've also taken right. 30 years to sell one, so I'm not bragging, you know. But right. sometimes they come in, you know, fully made. And I right. started another one because I thought of a title and I, and I got the idea. And I was going along my usual path. 
and I just looked at it and I said, this is terrible. I mean, I, this is, <laughs> the logic will kill me. You know what I mean? It's going right. to it's it's choke me. It's going to choke me out. Of, you know, I just tore this thing up because I was thinking of this other woman and how freely she works. So that was oh, a lesson for me to, to remember that, wait a minute, you know, don't follow every everything you've learned and every plot point and every turn that you think you have, no, you know, please, you know, be a little more relaxed, be a little more wacky uh, and you'll be I more love original. It. I love it. You're yeah. 40 books in over 40 books in and you're still just learning. You're still yeah. like figure out. Oh, it's great. That's so awesome. Yeah. Well, Barbara, <laughs> You're one interesting person. I have one more question for you. Actually, before I, before I ask you that, okay. if people want to learn all about you, it's Barbara Botner Books. Is that your website? Yes, BarbaraBotnerBooks.com. Botner is two T's, B-O-T-T-N-E-R. Botner, yeah. yeah, two T's, just like it says on my show. So Barbara yes. Botner. Just like it says. Double T. Okay. Yeah, but, they can learn all about you and your fabulous stories. Okay. Uh, and if they want to take classes from you, for instance, can they find out about it there, too? Well, I, I, consult, yeah, I consult, you know, long distance. I, I'm not really okay. opening up any seats at my table, and they'd have to be in L.A., and they'd have to be – my students are all right. – basically, they're all published. Yeah, so right. – but, but gotcha. I just Okay. And, um, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. all there. All right, but one more question. Okay, ready? So what I want you to do is finish this sentence. If writing has taught you anything, it's taught you what? It's taught, it's taught me compassion. Ah, yeah, it's taught me compassion yeah. because you have to insert, you have to understand all your characters, all all your you know misbehaving, guileless, terribly, <laughs> you know terribly motivated characters. You have to you have to cross over and uh, and it makes you understand humanity. So, I mean, it's taught me so much, but it's certainly I think every writer would agree that. You have to have compassion, otherwise you have very yeah. monodimensional stories and monodimensional characters. Yeah, I actually yeah. thought that so, compassion was more important than a love of language and an understanding of plot. It's compassion first. I actually, yeah. I totally yeah. agree, Barbara. Yeah. And it's very handy Beautiful. in life. You know, it turns out oh. it's very handy in life you, to have some compassion. You can never <laughs> be too compassionate. I do not think. Yeah. yeah. At least not in my experience. Yeah, I, well. I, Barbara, you're a peach. I'm glad we got to talk. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks uh, for the opportunity. And it's I, fun. Let me know when that novel's come out. Maybe we'll chat again. Okay. That'd be great. All Thank right. You. Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye. Rock on. Bye. Rock on. Yes, rock on is right. Oh, compassion, people. Compassion. It's good. It's good. Everyone's struggling. Everyone's trying to figure something out. It's true. Uh, I will be back next week talking to a fellow. Henry Alford has written a humorous book called And Then We Danced. A Voyage into the Groove should be fun. Until then, find someone you love. Find something you love. Go do it.